0: Thank you for downloading Fearless in Devotion, a podcast all about Wrexham AFC. Here
1: they come, our mighty champions. Raise your voices
0: to the anthem, marching with the mighty-
2: so welcome to Fearless in Devotion, and this is a bit of a special one. It's a special one because we're doing a preview of the new season. Now, bit of disclaimer, Reese has quite selfishly managed to get married uh, and is going to be away for the next couple of weeks. He's going to be in in this one for a little bit, but he's not going to edit it, so don't expect any of the bells and whistles that you normally get. So it literally will, will be warts and all, so don't say fuck or bugger. Right. Um, let's introduce the panel. First, we got Rich Williams. Everyone will know Rich, leader, writer. Oh God, it must be 15 years, yeah, Rich. Uh, well,
3: 23 with a leader, 18 covering Rexall. Wow. Yeah. As, Dave, as, Dave.
2: as the old as the old joke goes, you get less for murder. <laughs>
3: <laughs> David Lovett sadly passed away in 2004. So since then, yeah. You didn't so. kill him.
1: Didn't kill him. There's no link. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's been a long. Uh, It's been a long journey, hasn't it?
2: Mate, you've uh, had the worst period of
0: Wrexham
3: to cover. As as a supporter, as I still am anyway, I've seen two relegations as a reporter, and obviously the LDV and the uh, Trophy Triumph, but there's been the the administration within a couple of months of taking over, covering Wrexham in 2004, and then two relegations in the next couple of years, so uh, 15 years at this level, and a few few near brushes uh, with promotion, but Yet to have that promotion as a reporter under my belt,
2: (laughs) mate. If we don't do it this year, anyway. I'm going to go through the rest of the panel. Obviously, we've got Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello. Uh, And Tommy Kouse, podcaster extraordinaire, uh, fresh from his fourth podcast of the day. I don't know. Podcast
1: slut. (laughs)
2: How are you, Tommy?
4: Are you you done? Are you done, lads? So I thought you'd had more uh, more on me than that. To be fair,
2: I've got a lot on you, but you know.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah no yeah no you save it you save your best stuff no yeah great to be on again lads thanks for inviting me and uh I'll go back out yeah, there as well
2: yeah, yeah finally Reese joining us from a car park in, a, in an outlet village
0: is this what yeah. married life is like
1: not near broxton roundabout it has to be said but carry on.
0: It really i'm telling uh, i've told my my new wife that i'm really busy working so i'll be late at home um, which is you're broadly lying true. to
2: her already, Ruth.
0: <laughs> you are
4: literally three days into this. I, t- I tell you what, as well. lying, you're in a Macarthur Glen outlet. Save your <laughs> lives, mate, for something better than that. For Christ's <laughs> sake.
2: Yeah,
1: it's outrageous.
2: Right. Anyway, so we have a new season on 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 the horizon, and it's been quite a successful successful transfer window. It's been. Yeah, I, we, we, a couple of podcasts ago, we were sort of saying they haven't done much business. And I sort of said at the time, I think they're waiting for the right players. And there's been a there's been a glut of them in the last sort of week. Rich, how would you sort of sum up the transfer business and, and
3: how parky has gone about it? I think it's been brilliant myself. Uh, I don't think I, I've seen a better one. Uh, the signings have been obviously the Football League experience, which you can't argue. But I like the fact that he's got a couple of players who are proven at this level. Uh, the two he's brought in today. Um, from South End and obviously Mendy and what he's done at this level for Wheelstone and Boreham Wood. I like the fact that you're taking some of the best, but the better players from decent enough teams in this division and mixing it with players with a lot of proven football league experience. But I think all 6 signings, I think fair dues, I've been very happy with them. Um, mixed with the, obviously the existing squad we've got. I can't wait to get going on Saturday.
2: Do we need any more Rich? Are we lighting any area? Well,
3: the interview I did on Saturday was we're hoping to get two by the weekend and two have come in on Monday <laughs> I don't think Phil was expecting them to be in so quick, but they've just happened it's been a manic Monday uh, anymore, I know you, you didn't want to be as late doing business as last year because the season had started when uh, Tozer, James Jones and Bryce Rosanna had signed they all signed before the window closed and obviously then we had to reinforcements in the January but I know he wanted his business done by the start of the season. Another one this week. Something to ask him after the game tomorrow at Carnarvon. But um, yeah, I don't think he, I think he's probably happy with what he's got, Phil. Um, yeah. Mixed with what has already got in the squad. Areas where he needed to strengthen. He's freed up the positions that he knew he needed to. You know, we were a bit weak or a bit light. And for me, the squad has got that. It's in depth, isn't it? Which is what we lacked last year. I mean, some of the players were out on their feet at the end of the season because they were our, they didn't really have, without being disrespectful, they had to play because they were the best players in that position. But we've also got players who can now come in who are going to be equally as good, aren't they? You know, people pushing the strikers, say, for example. So, oh, it's been a brilliant transfer window for me.
2: And from the Daily Post perspective, Tommy, if you're a school teacher, grade that transfer window for me.
4: Grade? oh christ you put you're painting me as a school teacher now oh, christ almighty i'm the <laughs> least convincing school teacher of all time but uh but yeah i'll learn uh, i don't yeah i'd, I'd say um yeah I'd, 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 I'd remind me of grades again uh a a minus let's say that i think E was the only uh, one you needed mate <laughs> i hope that was not the drugs reference uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I think, yeah, I'd definitely say it. I, I think Rich, um, Rich was absolutely bang on there. I think, uh, yeah, you, you look at the absolute calibre of players we've brought in. It's exceptional, exceptional quality. And um, and yeah, I think it's a really important point as well. It's good to see us uh, weakening a couple of sides in the division as well. Uh, I think that's that's a really good point. And, um, and yeah, uh, the two signings today. I didn't expect Mendy to come in today. I, I mean, you know, obviously, we'd heard the rumors that he was coming in, but, um, uh, gotta give a shout out to Dicky Ulrich as well. I don't know where he gets his info from, but, uh, but yeah, fair play. He's always on the money, uh, but yeah, I think, uh,
1: got his info from us five days ago, five days ago, ago. Yeah. claiming this uh,
4: one,
1: claiming yeah. this one,
4: fair play. Well, yeah, Dick, Dick, he's, uh, You know, he talks a good game, but yeah, I, I thought he might have got it from someone like yourself, Tim. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm a bit disappointed actually because you know, I, whenever I've heard any info from you, Tim, it's uh, it's usually been so far wide of the mark that uh, that yeah. Um, leave that there. It definitely I'm only joking. You're a reputable, reputable gossip man. I'm only joking. Definitely was you a drug
1: was
2: in 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 the no non league, weren't you, Tim? I was what. That in the no non league Twitter account,
1: oh, can you? Imagine? I have no idea who that is, genuinely.
2: Oh, but... That was
3: awful, wasn't it?
1: Did you see the one I he put today? He said 950 season ticket holders have returned their, their season tickets to the club. could the cancer, it's just like it's got to be some massive piss. taking It's
2: a wind up merchant, so, I, yeah. I mean, it's a crap. said
1: Molly was on his
3: way to Salford, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was oh, yeah, uh, you watch. Oh, I'm now i said I that,
4: yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I suspect he supports another uh, another team from uh, from North Wales. I think, uh, uh, or certainly certainly one on the border. But um, right. but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, I think it's been a really good really good window. And, uh, and like Rich said, just just really looking forward to Saturday now. Uh, but, I mean, as as we've seen a million times in the past, it's um, it's probably got Eastleigh one Wrexham nil written all over <laughs> isn't it.
0: Yeah.
2: Right, I'm going to put Reese Williams on the spot. Rhys, are we a midfielder and a striker short? You'll have to come off the mute for it.
0: Sorry, sorry. Um, I, I would like to see... I'm going to start that again. Midfield, potentially, I still would like to see someone bossing the game uh, a bit more dominant... Uh, Tom O'Connor could be that rolled up that, that maybe they feel he's gonna grow into it this season, if so, brilliant. And we do have a lot more depth there now. Um, especially when you consider that it looks like Ford can play there as well. Um striker, I'm not con- necessarily convinced that we're that short. We've now got some backup for Palmer uh in yeah. Dolby. Um if Mullin gets injured, slightly concerned that a little bit of lack of pace, maybe lack of incision up front. Elliot Lee. Um, But you've got Elliot Lee who can sort of play off and you could play... I I could easily see them playing Palmer and Dolby with Lee right sort of behind them or playing off them. Um, You know, I think Ford can play quite attacking, can't he? You know, as sort of more of a winger. Um, I would like to see... I think the new signings are going to allow us to play potentially... A little more flexibly in terms of our structure and our shape, as we've talked about in this before. Not so rigid in the three-five-two. We have got a little oh, bit dream more. Dream on, now. mate.
2: Dream on. He's 3 5 2 <laughs> all the way. Come on. We have to be losing 3 0 before he changes it.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. But um, you know, to add to what people said earlier, I'm, I'm very pleased that we've got a bit more pace in the side now in the last couple of weeks as well in the form of Ford and Mendy. That was definitely a weakness um, last season. Uh, We've also got depth now in those wing-back positions. You know, McFadden played really well for us when he came in, but he's not the youngest guy in the world. Uh, Hosanna, sort of the opposite, played well, but he's still quite raw. So to have depth in those positions, um, very, very, very pleased with that.
2: Right. Before we bring Tim in, Reese, I know we've got to stop you lying to your wife. So what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to sort of pepper this this um, this hour with a few predictions. So I want you to go first. So I want you to pick your champion, your playoff winners, who's going to win the trophy, the player to watch and the surprise package. So firstly, champions.
0: I mean, we we really should win the league this season. I did have a quick look the other day on the a couple of other forums and I did see that Chesterfield fans are very bullish about their chances. They are very confident, which I was quite surprised by. Um, they will be good. Um, not County, I can see being a threat as well. But I think even being the eternal pessimist that I am, you know, I think you'd be a bit of a disingenuous Wrexham fan if you didn't say that we really should be winning this league this season. So I'm going to go Balls out, Wrexham will win the league.
2: I mean, we would say if you're wrong, you'll do a forfeit, but you still owe us a forfeit. So uh...
0: <laughs> I do, so we won't say that. Double or quits?
2: <laughs> right, oh. who's going to win the playoffs then?
0: Uh, I think Notts County will win the
2: playoffs. Right, easy. Trophy, do you care? Don't care. Okay. If, if someone was going to win it, could it be us? Can we, can we fight on two fronts?
0: Romney will do the
2: double. Oh, okay. Right, who's the player to watch? For Wrexham. Anyone?
0: Anyone? Oh gosh, I—I I my non-league knowledge is not good
2: enough, probably. Uh, oh, I mean, why did you come on a non-league podcast and say that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I—I'll I'll just go with Wrexham, and I think that purely not seeing the bloke play live, purely based on one ninety—well, not even ninety minutes in a preseason friendly—Anthony Ford will unlock us this season. He'll be the guy that creates a lot. He's going to pepper the ball with box. When you've got people like Oli Palmer and Paul Mullen in there, pepper the balls with box. Did I just say that? Pepper the box with balls. And <laughs> uh, pinpoint crosses. And, and, it, are and we going back to your be, night here? You're not allowed to say anything. Uh, but he, I do think that he is going to be the guy that creates a lot more for us this season. A little bit of a... Cutting edge uh, around the box. Um, so, yeah, he's a guy for me.
2: Right. And finally, apart from Wrexham, who's going to be the team that sort of shocks us?
0: I think everyone's expecting. The price can
2: work in both ways, mate. They could be, you could think they're going to be really good, but actually really shit.
0: That's true. Um, I think South End might be all right. I I'm, oh, a, that's a, mine. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, they they they've strengthened in a couple of places and they played really well in the second half of last season, uh, considering how they started. Um they you know, and obviously they've got Jake Hyde today, who let's face it, before he got injured, was more prolific than Mullin in the sort of opening five to ten yeah. games of the season. He's a he knows how to finish. So South End would be a decent side. Great. Thanks for that.
2: Succinct. My pleasure. Um, so Tommy, if we sort of come to you, um, we'll probably wait a bit to do your, your actual sort of predictions. But where do you think we are in terms of are we the biggest red hot favourites there's ever been to win, to win a to win the non
4: league, and can that come and bite us on the ass? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It could bite us on the ass with Rexon, Of course it can. But uh, no, yeah, I think. I'd agree with that, Andy. I think, uh, yeah, probably biggest favourites. I've never seen, you know, some some of the odds quoted before now, I don't think. I think we're pretty much even money or, or odds on even maybe now. Um, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think with good reason as well. I mean, you look at the quality that's come in. And by the way, um, you know, we're, we're talking now um, about signing and stuff like that, and uh, I, I'm not 100% convinced that's the end of it. I mean, it, Phil Packers has said to me last week, you know, the first game of the season, that's not the end of the window. So uh, I suspect that he, he'll still be looking at other players. But uh, but yeah, just in terms of being red-hot favourites, the quality we've got it, in terms of cover more than anything else. Rich said it before, I think there was, there was moments last year where perhaps we lost a couple of players, Aaron Hayden being the notable yeah. one, uh, and... Um, and you know we we really suffered losing that sort of player. I don't think we're massively weakened by losing anyone. You, you can talk about Mullin maybe. Mullin's Mullin's you want you you don't want to miss any games. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think we've got quality to come in um, all over the field. So so yeah, I think within good you know there's good reason why we're favourites and uh, and yeah I I am really confident. But uh, yeah. Um, cautiously confident, I would say, Andy. I don't want to get ahead of myself. So,
2: yeah. Oh, we're going to win this by Christmas. Come on. Thirty-three. <laughs> I yeah. d-
4: I don't allow myself to dream, mate. I don't allow. Expect the worst and hope for the best. That's my. And you
2: house. Uh, uh, if football. you if you do dream after a load of cheese, it could go anywhere. <laughs>
4: Christ Almighty! I know. Uh, I, 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 that, I
2: don't, that, that I don't was, even
4: know where that came from. That was an absolute I disgrace. Realize. I enjoyed it though.
2: Yeah, I, I apologize to all all the listeners. Tim, who's the who's the uh, one of who's the sort of one of the six we brought in who's going to excite you most? You think?
1: Well, before I get to that answer, I must say that this podcast is sponsored by the good people of the Fat Board because we didn't oh. get to say that at the very beginning because Andy gets dead excited. So, just a heads up for that. Thanks to Richard the Fat Board. Just a quick one for him before the match on Saturday. They've got Mark Carrington um, doing a bit of a. Bit of a chat and all that, and you can get all your food. 20 quid per person. Book it, go to their uh My green Hall website, it's there before the game. So you get a pint and some filthy food. So yeah, get your get your claws into that. In terms good
2: of value, by the way, we had him on, he's very good value, very, very yes, very, nice and
1: very good. Lots of stories. Did um not make that...
2: that Tommy Klaus joke.
1: No, no, um, he would not make that, he's... but he's actually quite a funny guy, so um but yeah, in terms of the six, or is it the the six? Which one excites me the most? Was that the question? Yeah.
2: Which, yeah, and and it could be, yeah, we needed to nail this position, or it could be, yeah, this guy's this guy's got potential. I'm looking forward to seeing him play.
1: Um, b- bizarrely, I mean, I was I was excited when when I heard about the the Mendy thing, and it's great to get him across the line. But having seen, having not really known much about Anthony Ford before he came and then saw him, all right, albeit against a very below-average Macclesfield team, he just looks really, really assured. Just, just It looks like he'd played there for ages. Just really calm, composed, always playing on the front foot, always trying to pick out his man straight away. One of those with a football brain, where you're thinking two or three steps ahead, which is what what we've lacked in recent seasons. That sort of Fergie-esque brain, if you like, of... You know, being able to pick the right pass at the right moment—no pissing around, no, no classic Wrexham sort of crab formation, side to side, side to side, not going anywhere. So, I mean, that's that's probably an easy claim just because I've sort of saw him on Saturday, but I thought he looked really good, and um, better than what I was expecting. And I, I, think he probably starts on on Saturday to be honest.
2: Right, Tim. Let's go into your predictions because we'll we'll sort of pepper the program with this. So, okay. are Wrexham going to be champions?
1: Yes. Yes. I, I, I was, we had such a slow start to this transfer window, but then it's just gathered massive momentum and then two in the door today, arguably the best, you know, out of, out of all of them. So, yeah, I, ju- I just think looking at it now, you know, I, we keep going back to it. The difference between us and Stockport last year was the strength they had off the bench, massive difference between theirs and ours, you know. And if you look at, you know, comparable to what we had on the bench last year to what we're going to have this year it's just light years apart you know we've got that depth now which is what we need um you know we, we're going to have we're going to have the personnel to utilize a plan b whereas
2: maybe we didn't have that last season right who's best for the rest then
1: uh I, i'm inclined to agree with with reese I, I still think Knotts county are gonna are gonna be there or thereabouts well, they'll be closing in
2: um so, uh, see, I, I'm not sure. It's an unproven manager. I, they've taken a lot of people from, from lower leagues. They've yeah. lost their top scorer. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I so, wouldn't go um,
1: for them. sounded like you are going to bust into park life then. So they lost this. <laughs> top after...
2: well, I do sometimes feed the pigeons.
1: <laughs> yeah, smashing. Uh, <laughs> what a random thing to say.
2: <laughs> gives me a normal <laughs> sense of well-being. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so those, Mox County would, would be my prediction for via the playoffs
2: okay fa trophy and do you care
1: oh, i i was a big big fan of the trophy up until the 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 bromley game it was shit i've never, I've never it was the worst worst day of traveling About it was a disaster from from the minute i got up so i don't care i hope we play all the kids uh, and i hope we don't get anywhere near it i just want to get it out of the way and and just concentrate on what that what, what really matters. But if anybody's gonna win it, it'll be York.
2: All right, anyone but us. Right, great. Um, right, who's your player to watch? And again, it can be anyone from the league.
1: Um I, I would not be surprised to see um I keep going on about Sparra. I think Sparrow probably have another decent season. Um yeah, I'm a bit like Reese. I, I haven't really gone around all the teams to go. He looks a good player, or he's done well, or so on and so forth. So, if if we make it easy and we go for for ourselves, I still think uh, I think Jordan Jordan Davis is going to ramp it up a level again. Um, you know, he, he chipped in with plenty of goals last season, and that was on top of a lot of, uh, you know, emotional strain off the pitch. So, if we can do that with all that behind him now park, then sky's the limit.
2: Cool. And finally, who's the surprise package? And again, this can be a team that over or underachieves.
1: Um I think I think olden will massively struggle. Um, I don't think that's gonna be if it's a surprise or not, but I just think from Reed Awakening, you know, they've got like toilet and stuff, but I don't know. I think they'll struggle massively. But if, we, if we're talking about a surprise, it'd be quite funny to see. Dorking gets seventh place and beat North County in the player final, isn't it? Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I, I mean, I would laugh. Yeah,
1: yeah, that'd be funny. Wouldn't but be only us.
2: if we we're champions.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's only, well, we're, only we're only going up one way, isn't it? And that's that's through the top spot. To we're never going
2: to do it by the playoffs ever. Oh, God, no, no. Right. We are joined by a bona fide non league expert in Sam Elliott Gibbs. How are you, mate?
5: I'm very well, mate. How are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. So I wouldn't say expert, you... mate. I wouldn't say expert. I really wouldn't. You wouldn't, should have heard my prediction. Sh- I wouldn't say expert. You should have heard my predictions last year. Go on. Who did you go for? You, I go went for Rex, you guys. You I went for you guys last year. At the start. Um, but um I can't remember who I went for for the playoffs, mate. But um yeah, interesting season ahead. Right. Let's
2: take Rexham out of the equation. Who were the sides that you think have really strengthened and can really come on
5: this season? Well, I think the two I look at to that I think are going to challenge Rex and put it like that will be the nearest to you guys would be Hall Moores, again. Right? The, they kind of they were obviously challenging to an extent for promotion last year, but in terms of going on one, I think the players they've lost are replaceable, and the players they brought in are a bit of a step above actually. Um, which I, I, I always could kind of, you know I always look at the clubs that are on good runs towards the end of the season and Solihull they lost, I think they, I'm right in saying they lost one game between in normal time in regular time take off so take out the final Then they lost one game between January the 5th and what middle of May June as it was and that was to Stockport away uh, in the last minute so they, they've they got some some mega momentum by, behind them and I think and Josh Kelly I think it could be a really really good signing um I think
2: that's the lad from Head, isn't it, mate?
5: Yeah, he's a good player. Really, good. I was looking for. Um, see, my my club, Wimbledon, we're, were sniffing around him, so obviously there's been a bit of interest. Um, and also, I think Chesterfield as well. to Be honest, mate. I think they'll be better. They can't be any worse than they were under Paul Cook for the last three months of the season. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be, it'll be those two. I think knots. Someone mentioned to me Knott's the other day, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, "How many teams lose their two, but two of their three best players?" and Challenge after not challenging the year before, really. Um, I can't see it. I can't see. It. I think it's between between you know possibly between those three. I I think Rex and we'll will end up winning it by quite a way.
2: Yeah, I was, we might as well go into your predictions, mate, because because um, you know if you you can't see anyone but Rickson winning this. Um, any particular reason? Is it just you know they were quite strong last season, and do you think they've made good signings this season?
5: Yeah, I do, and also, I also kind of, i look at it kind of almost Stockport as the example, mate. I look at them from last year and think, right, kind of not—you're not, you're not repeating what Stockport are doing, but it's the it's your kind of second year with a full finance. Stockport last year were in their second year with a full finance, um, and I just think that I just think that the, the signings you guys have made and the fact that there's going to be not an outright challenger this year as such I don't think I don't think there is a stockport a, a stockport to the Wrexham of last year if you see what I mean I don't think the the, the kind of contest will, is that kind of close in terms of the, the certainly the 1-11 to 11 at the moment it's starting 1-11 but um, I'll throw this in there though mate I'm not sure Phil Parkinson will 100% be the man to do it what you can't mm. just
2: throw that in there and that say we're going to a- do it and Parky's not the man
5: and I go. This is this is where I go back to my kind of point, really, about the Stockport thing. I think now, I hope I don't like it. I'm one of the people that really dislikes seeing managers get sacked, especially for no reason. But I just look at I look at I I I think think your decision makers are going to sit there looking at looking at what Stockport did, not trying to copy it, kind of pace for pace, really. But they're going to sit there and look at what Stockport did, and if they have a slow start like Stockport did. Suddenly they'll look at what, so how Stockport did with Channel last year, and they'll be thinking, we can get rid, we can cut our losses, we can change it up, and maybe there's something kind of fundamentally wrong with the the, the management. I'm not saying that is with Parkinson, but I don't think they'll be scared. I don't think they'll be scared to kind of chop it, chop it, make it, make it, make a big change in that. And I think it's, it's actually kind to of piss my point a little bit here, but I look at your start and your starts, and you've got a really healthy first month of the season, let's be honest. There's I think there's Barchesterfield, first six games, I can't really see any of those teams finishing in around the top seven. Am I am I being yeah. a bit a bit kind? No, no not, I think mean, we have got a good start. Yeah. I, I think like... you're I think the I don't know, uh, so you know, it might it might 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 um might um dampen my point a little bit, but if you don't get off to a good start, I do I don't I don't know. I just I just I just it's I don't like managers being sacked, but I think they'll look at what Stockport did with Simon Rusk and what they, who they brought in with Chaloner. And maybe just, I don't know, I'm not trying to replicate it, but maybe if it doesn't work, they'll look at maybe Paul Hurst at Grimsby and think, hmm, you know, that's what Stockport did. It worked for them. I don't know. I don't know. Do you, even, would you disagree with that? Do you think they'll, they'll stick with him through thick and thin?
2: I think he earned himself a right last season with this with the end of the season to be honest I think the knives are out for him at the beginning of the season I think once he was able to get a tra- another transfer window under his belt it became more his team and actually played to the formation and the style he wanted and I actually think we played some really good football towards the end I, as Rich said earlier I think we ran out of steam a little bit I think yeah. the players played, played a lot and we didn't really have much much coming off the bench but I think there's a lot more there now. I would be surprised if they. It would. I think it would take a real bad run of form. Yeah, for and I can't looking.
5: I just. I just think for in this league, for for you guys, it's just a bad run of form will probably constitute one winning. You know, one winning three, for example. I don't think that maybe is bad enough to to kind of push him over the edge, really. But no. I don't know. I don't know. I, I. You know. As I said, I think he's he's, he's really has put a really good squad together. Go. I like the signing of Mendy, by the way, today. I really do. I really think that's yeah. good, it's a really good bit of business. It won't be that, won't be overly expensive either. I don't think it's not only really kind of a marquee signing, but um, do you, do you think he's just going to be cover you, or do you think he's, no, he's gonna be? I 311? Play. Yeah, I think he'll play
2: right. If we go on to sort of so, you've sort of said you think Rexham will be champions, but there's a big difference on Parky. You've sort of picked Chesterfield and Solihull as your other people to, to watch. Um, trophy winners, do you I keep saying, do you care? I mean, I, you know, if if we win it, yeah, we, of course we care. But, <laughs> but you know, is, is that something Wrexham should be looking at or do they need to bypass I, that now?
5: I don't think so. It all kind of depends, doesn't it? When does it gets serious in what? February, March, doesn't it? That's when the kind of two-leg games come in. Um, it, listen, if you're, you're comfortable and you're out of the FA Cup by then, which you probably will be in February, March time. Um, and you can kind of spare the kind of, do you see what I mean? Spare the focus and the manpower, really. So you've got a bit of an advantage at that point, or you're not embedded in a really intense title race, and your form's all right. Then, yeah, absolutely. But I just think there's a time and a place for the FA Trophy. I think. Um, yeah. I, think I really done do, <laughs> and you, yeah, you've done it. I mean, it's it's um, there. The, there is only one kind of main focus this year for the football club, and you know, I think have, I think you'll have an, an FA Cup run this year
3: great i really, I really I'll,
5: think I'll you'll I'll have an that. fa cup run um but i, just, I don't know if i just i just i just it's, it's not it's not a competition that's dear to my heart anyway let's be honest but um it's not something to be said for doing a double though isn't it going up in style yeah i mean not many have
2: done that right um again take reps and players out of it what what sort of player would you say to keep your eye on in the league this season <laughs>
5: I like Josh, as I said, I've mentioned him earlier, Josh Kelly yes. at Solihull. I think um, just, it's it's, it's it's kind of a perfect fit for them, really young kind of player that's that's now not going to have the, it's not gonna, he's not going to a Wrexham or a Chesterfield, where he's going to have a 10,000 10, people breathing down his neck. He's at a, a club that's going to be so patient with him, and I just think he's a real big talent. I just think it's a kind of logistical step for him to go to, from Maidenhead to a full-time club, and a, I think, yeah, I think it's a good one, but I say taking out the Ricks and players. Apart from that, um, you know, there's been there's been some good moves. Um, Tollett. To, I think you you one you, you guys t- touched upon it. Ben Tollett to Oldham will be interesting. Um, Sam Minion to to Halifax maybe. It's quite a nice one. Um, right yes. back. Yeah, good player. Good player. Um, get some game time now that he wasn't really getting last year. And I think he'll be all right. Cool. All
2: right, and finally for us, the
5: sort of a surprise
2: package. Someone who could do well, or or indeed could could do badly. A club
5: or play? club. Club. Oh, um, I think it, Dorking. Uh, interesting. I think Dorking. To be honest, will be they'll level out a bit now. I think um, the step is huge, absolutely huge, from south to. To, to Premier as it was to National League it really is huge they've just lost the captain Barry Fuller for three three months as well so um, with injury they've um, also lost one of their strikers as well so I, they've not talking have not strengthened as I thought they were going to throw a bit of money at it this summer um they not yeah. they've kind of kept with it and I just I think they'll be happy enough there the I think they do have they got something like twelve promotions in twenty years or something like that? It's pretty incredible. But I think they'll level out. I think they'll be, they'll be kind of happy with a lower cover, kind of fourteenth, fifteenth or something like that in the end. Um I think Woking will be better this year. Yeah, um, the, the, the
2: striker they they signed um Almond is it?
5: Yeah. I just I'm French with that when he's actually yeah. Irish. Uh I think yeah, they're, they're a good side. They'll be a good side. Darren's a Darren Soule's a good manager as well. Um just trying to have to think of anyone else really. Um Halifax, maybe I don't think will be as strong this season. Um I think uh I was just trying to go through. I don't maybe South will be better. South yeah. End probably I- maybe Torquay as well, actually.
2: Oh, it's interesting. Their their business has gone under the radar a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. They've lost key players as well. So, who knows? Sam, thank you very much for that. Thanks for dialing in on that. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Good to speak to you. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye. So, Rich, what do you think that Phil Parkinson might not see out of the season? I mean, before we get into that, you've dealt with a lot of managers. And I don't want you to give the secret to the press room away, but where does Parkinson sort of fit into that? And I mean that by. By ease to talk to, by, you know, how, how he sort of interacts with you? Is he, you know, is he up there or is he a little bit more closed because he's come from from, from bigger clubs? He's, he's very good to
3: deal with. Um, it's the first manager I've ever, in the 18 years, the first manager I've had to do a Zoom call of when they were appointed manager, which is quite strange. And at the end of the call, he um, he asked us to go down to the race calls me personally on own, just to introduce myself. And... While I was there talking, one of the very first things he said was, what do I think about this certain player? He mentioned their name. And I said, oh, he said, would you be happy if he signed? And he said, I've been to meet him today. And I said, oh, bloody neck uh, It never materialised. Uh, and it was the striker position it was. But he was already telling me stuff off the record then. And two weeks later, I thought, bloody hell, we've missed out on him. And then we go and sign Paul Mullen. So I was actually, he was asking me my thoughts on, on the players as well, through the, who, who were being kept on as well. And he's very easy to deal with, as Tommy will, as Tommy will say. He has a you know, From the fans' point of view, he, he, he took time to win people over, didn't he? I mean, the first half of the season, a slow start and narrow 1-0 wins at Dover. And, you know, it, some of the football wasn't great. But in all fairness, I mean, I think it was four league games we lost after the turn of the year. Uh, Notts County, Torquay, okay. Woking, and then at Dagenham went on the last day, wasn't it? I mean, fair news, but some of them games at the race course were, were really good, entertaining, we banging four goals past, like, to, you know, and Woods, you know, and the or games are unbelievable, and play some good football. So I think he deserved another season, but to deal with yeah, he, he's really good. He is, he, He's proper old school as well. You know, he does tell you stuff off the record, like you can expect to sign in, and he t- mentioned about Elliot Lee a couple of days beforehand, so to deal with. Um, obviously, don't you're not in his pocket like as much as maybe he used to go down there a lot more. But obviously, with COVID, things have changed, so don't really deal with him loads and loads. But yeah, I find him great to deal. Whether you um, certainly, you know, there have been a lot more difficult managers to deal with at Wrexham than uh, than Phil. But you know, he's likable. Well,
2: you're, you're gonna have to say say one of them, aren't you, Rich? Come on, <laughs> you can't leave us hanging there.
3: Uh, I want to say his name. I'll give you a clue. He was a former uh, Welsh international. Oh.
1: <laughs> 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 Ashley Williams.
3: <laughs> no, but, you know, I mean, but, you know, I, I'd like to, I think he deserved, you know, people were on about, it's a one year only contract, so basically you are employed for another year, aren't you? You know, I mean, it's a, the club would have to pay you off. So I think he deserved his, his another season here um, because of what happened in the second half season. Yes, we didn't get over the line and it was a disappointing end to the season. But for me... You know, I'm not saying he's totally convinced fans um, and he spent a lot of money, but he certainly, for me, gets you know deserves that second season at Wrexham. But it'll be interesting to see how we start, won't it? I think for me, even though we've talked about the cover in certain positions, I think, like up front, really, it's going to take a lot. You're going to see Mullen and Palm start a lot. You At the back, you're always going to get a lot of Hayden and Tozer will probably be guaranteed in the back three, weren't they, you know? But for me, the biggest dilemma he's going to have is in midfield. I mean, I think Tom O'Connor is going to be like a new signing because we hardly seen him last season. And I know, like um, Tim said before, Macclesfield weren't the greatest, but I think against them, he showed exactly what he can do on Saturday. And Luke Young had a brilliant second half of the season last year. James Jones, who was the man to miss out when Tom came in, wasn't he? He showed what he was capable of and he got goals. And again, on Saturday, him and Luke were good. Jordan didn't play, but you don't need well, 20-odd yeah. goals for Jordan. Um, and then you've got Elliot Lee, who's going to be the number 10. Uh, and that's not including Liam McElindon, who's also a midfielder. And Kai Evans impressed me in pre-season at Natwich as well, who you know, I mean, fair dude, where do you pick what if he does stay with his five-three-two? What three players are you going with there? He's going to have a hell of a dilemma there, isn't he, for me? A, a lot of other positions, yes, you know, Mendy or obviously for McFadden. But for me, because there's so many good midfielders there now, he's, got, that, he's going to have a big dilemma on the opening day if all are fit. And obviously, Elliot Lee and Jordan have been carrying Niggles and they missed out on Saturday. But um, I wouldn't like to be full packets and trying to choose three from them on Saturday. <laughs>
2: Right, come on. Get uh, get off the fence a little bit. Are are going to be champions. Yes. Right. Good. Yeah. No, I am
3: I'm, I'm always the eternal optimist, but this year I'd be very I'd be very disappointed if we didn't do it put it that way with the money we spent, how close we come last year, what we've brought in, added in the areas I felt we needed to add in, kept the core of the squad, but more importantly for me, kept the main the big hitters. You know, Hayden, Jordan and Mullen. You know, we needed to keep them three. You see that Wooten's left Notts County. They, and what, you know, what they were saying before, I, I don't think they'll be the four. So they didn't even challenge for the title in the end last year. But I know we'd have had the funds to go out and strengthen in them areas where I just mentioned. But would, you wouldn't want to be looking for someone to replace Mullen, would you? You know, Aaron before his injury was phenomenal for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'd be very disappointed if we're not celebrating the title at the end of April.
2: Right, OK, that's a verbal contract, Rich. So <laughs> Absolutely, that has to happen. Um, right, you say Knox County aren't really impressing you. Who
3: is going to be the biggest you know, challenger? solid Hall for me. Um, I must admit, one striker I would like to have seen at Wrexham and whether they were oh. going to have for him because he would have wanted to be a probably a, a permanent star unless you're going with three up top. Andrew Dallas, I thought for me, is, a, is a, a cracking player. And the fact that Sparrow, we know what we can do because our fans have just been... Crying out for Rexham to go and sign him. Um, they got so close last year. I think if you finish above Solihull, there's a good chance that you'll be celebrating automatic promotion next year.
4: Good,
2: strong, another one for Solly Hall. Right. Yeah. Um, so, sort of, you can have a Rexham player in this, but who's who's going to be the player that really stands out?
3: Well, Andrew Dallas is, is a player. Like I said, I would love to have gone out, but if I'm talking about Rexham player, Elliot Lee, I think is that creative number ten who. We maybe we cried out for last season. Like us in the second half of the season, our midfield did come good, didn't it? You know, with like I said before, Jones, Young and Davis combined well. Um, and we've got the, the players dimension to come in, but when Elliot Lee signed, knowing what he'd done, and I was really tough with that signing. And um I'd like to think that, you know, Mulland 30 goals last season all competitions, he's gonna he's gonna you know, like to go close. Well, it'd be 30 for the last two seasons, does not he, with what he did at Cambridge. Yeah. So, um, with with him behind them, and if you change for me, I think Elliot Lee is going to be the the one to watch from ours, as 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 usual. Players we mentioned the three who stood out last year all made the team this season in the national league was Davis, Aaron, Hayden, and uh, obviously Mullen. So,
2: yeah, I'm not going to ask you about the FA Trophy because I'm fed up of talking about it. So, um, who is going to be the surprise package, either good or bad?
3: Bromley tailed away towards yeah. the end didn't they you know I wouldn't be surprised if they, they Michael Cheek I know he's getting on a bit but they've got a striker there who knows the back of the net he's done well at every club hasn't he and I, and I know another striker they've signed I think it's Andy, uh, Andy uh, uh, Marriott he's, he's getting on a little bit now but he knows his way there and I think they've kept the majority of their squad and added, it, added a, a couple of good players so they've been knocking on the door you know for the last couple of years they're not it would, may not be a big surprise but you know, you could see them getting fifth, sixth, or seventh. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them rivaling the likes of uh, you know, like Halifax got in last year. They've lost some of their better players, haven't they? So uh, yeah, probably I wouldn't be surprised to see have a good season.
2: Cool. Right, we've been joined by um, by by Leo from from the Wilson podcast. I'll let Tim introduce him because Tim Tim set this up, and Leo's going to talk about uh, about Mendy.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a last minute thing because we we obviously signed Jacob Mendy only a matter of hours before recording this so i got in touch with a couple of my old padres from from grove in the vale and they used to cover wheelstone many many moons ago in a different life um so yeah they've kindly put up leo from stones cast to discuss jacob so welcome leo are you uh are you relatively happy with that news because my understanding is you've got a sell on clause haven't you so stones get a nice little cut
6: Oh, I'm open. We do have a sell-on clause. It's not being confirmed by the club, but uh, typically we tend to whack on a 20% clause. So that would be a nice little learner for us, depending on how much you guys are forking out. Yeah, we
1: don't know yet, but I imagine it's going to be more than the 50 grand that um, that Boramwood paid paid you guys for him. So just tell us a little bit about him, because obviously he kind of shot to prominence a bit at the Stones, really, and it's a bit of a standout star in a, in a fairly disappointing season just give us give us the, the sort of the rundown of, of him as a player and what he can bring um, to Wrexham
6: yeah sure he um, well we signed him from Carl Scholten back when we, we were in the National League South so that have been what three years ago he signed for the club um, initially when we first saw him he wasn't being played as a left back at all so versatility I'd say is definitely a uh, yeah, positive traits he will bring um, so if Rexham do decide to play him anywhere other than left back which I don't expect he will but um, he's, he's played as a attacking midfielder for us he's played as a false nine um, so he's, again he's got versatility to his game um, one thing I would say about Jacob when he was with us is the guy's work ethic is absolutely through the roof he will he will put a shift in um, so I can imagine when he's at the race course he'll see him bombing down the left hand side um so that's a great attribute to his game his crossing after the, the actually was significantly improved when i saw him play against us for him with last year as well a couple of really wicked crosses on the floor um and as you've seen in the past as well as he's um long long uh, long range shots again very very uh yeah, good part to his game um one thing when he was with us which i'd say is a detraction but again i don't expect he'll be undertaking any set pieces but uh yeah, free kicks were definitely not his game, but uh, I know with you guys and Jordan Davis, um, that's not going to be a problem anyway.
1: <laughs> so a bit iffy on the on the set pieces. Okay, so uh, I imagine. I mean, it's was a daft question, but I imagine when you saw him there, he's a bit more of a raw prospect. He's done reasonably well for Boreham Three-year deal signed at Wrexham. It, 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 I'm. I would imagine it, it's pretty straightforward that this guy is capable of playing in in, in the league. Is that fair to say?
6: I would say so. Yeah, I, we, we were a little bit surprised last summer um, that he didn't get moved into the football league and that he joined Bournemouth instead. But uh, clearly, they liked what they saw both times against him and you know forked up the feed to uh, to get him to Bournemouth in the first place.
1: Well, as you're on here and you've given us a bit of a lowdown on our on our latest signing, um, we we'll, I'll, I'll let Andy put put some of our predictions to you as well because we've, we've we've gone through everybody else. I'm not sure if Tommy's done his yet. You'll have to remind me, but. Um, I'll let Andy fire. about
2: Tommy's already.
1: Did he do it? I can't remember. That seems like a lifetime ago. Yeah,
4: I can't remember. I, so, I, would have, I would have liked to have been asked about the FA Trophy like everyone else. but uh, what do you reckon was, is,
1: you, is you reckon going to win the FA Trophy, Thomas?
4: Wrecks and reserves.
2: <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to you. We, we like to leave the best to last with predictions, Tommy. Yes, I was building exactly. you up, but now you've ruined it. Uh, but anyway, Leo... <laughs> While we've got you on, it's always nice to have a sort of view of someone who isn't massively biased towards anything in North Wales. So, if we were to sort of say, who do you think is going to be champions off the top of your head, who would you go for?
6: Oh, of course, I'd say Wrexham. I think you'd have to be a brave man not to bet against against (laughs) Wrexham. I would say, I would say, I think North Canton still probably be the biggest challenges. I know they're not being talked about that much, but um, I like the business they've done, the new, new manager. I think they could be a yeah, for you I'd say will be Rexon's like the uh, like the nearest title rivals, but um yeah, I can't see Ligman going going past the race course in terms of who's gonna um, win the league.
2: We've been we've been quite divided on county because um just it's an inexperienced manager in this league mm. and I know they've lost a lot of their their bigger players, the likes of Wooten, and they've replaced them with with potential, but I wonder if it's gonna take a while to sort of sort of knit together and the thing is with county if it doesn't go right straight away their fans are on their back straight away um I, I, personally i mean other people on on the pod have gone for county as well personally i don't really see county being being our nearest challenges maybe chesterfield but um but before we sort of go on to like a surprise package let's talk about the fa trophy because I know it's on everyone's lips. We've been talking about the FA Trophy all night. Who do you think is going to win the FA Trophy?
6: <laughs> I'm not going to say us because our cup record is absolutely abysmal. Um, oh, I don't know. If it's not Wexham's Reserves... Probably somewhat <laughs> similar to last year. I said, was, was Bromley won it last year. I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, definitely Bromley, uh, mate. Definitely. Like a, like a, <laughs> so, yeah. Bromley. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> maybe like a sol- maybe like a solid hole. More a Dagenham. Yeah, maybe Dagenham because I get the feeling. Yeah, you know, I think they should be in the playoffs, but um, they could easily fall so away, and they may turn their attentions to a trophy run instead.
2: Do you have any sort of idea on like a surprise package? Now that could be a, a club that that does overperforms or even underperforms. Uh, so,
6: I'm giving it too um, much. Con- no, definitely not us. Um, haven't given that too much consideration. Um, trying to think last year he was down there. I, I'd say probably Woken, actually. Yeah, Woken, that's come to mind because yeah. they were they were down there with us last year. Um, Darren Star's come in. I think his recruitment's been excellent. So, it wouldn't surprise me if Woken are top half, definitely pushing for the playoffs themselves.
2: Is there a player <laughs> you think will be standout in the league this season?
6: Uh, <laughs> Josh, I should have done some prep work before I came on here. Um, <laughs> I know,
2: but
6: hey, honestly... <laughs>
2: It's just off <laughs> the top of your head and it's it's just basically it's just nice to have that sort of yeah. that look that look from out, from outside a little bit.
6: Yeah, I mean so someone someone like you know Josh Kelly that's uh, now he's gone from main net to Solihull. again, you know, side that's probably be a bit more on the front foot. i would imagine he will flourish even more there. Um there's a couple of guys that, um you know, south the signs a guy Chris Ray from uh, from Banbury, you know, again. Sorry, yeah, was Banbury not being really talked about, but somebody again that can make the step up, you know, as a striker. So um yeah, watch this space.
2: Good, no, nice one. I, I, a lot of other people have said, "I've said Southend as well." That, and again, I think that would be my sort of surprise pick.
6: Leo, just oh, a bit more. Southend.
1: Sorry, Tim. Sorry, just just a little bit more on, on uh, Mendy. Uh, I'm sort of completely overlooked the fact that he kind of came through the Atletico Madrid ranks as a youngster.
2: What?
1: Yeah, this is a bit mad because he's classed as sp- he being. Sp-
2: is he not from Putney?
1: No, I guess not. So, do you know much more about that? We don't really want to con- consult Wikipedia too early. I kind of like that little ditty that he was. He was. I don't actually spilling.
6: think he's got a Wikipedia page. He hasn't certainly up to recently. So, um, yeah, we, we were we weren't made aware until quite some way until we started with us that yeah he started off in the Atletico Madrid setup, and then um, I think I think he played at Red Hill, so really, really far down the London period. That was his first club. Then Carl Scholten picked him up, and. Um, I see. The, the guy's technical ability is, is far too good for this league. So you can see, you can see, he's obviously picked that up in the Atletico Madrid setup. And the uh, yeah, he came to us, and like I say, he just went on leaps and bounds. He's, he's a fantastic player.
1: What's his temperament like? Because he's a big guy, so you immediately think, is he going to be leathering people left, right, and centre using that physicality? Is, 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 no, it no, like,
6: he's 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 a, he's a good lad. He's got uh, you know firm, firm head on his shoulders. You know, he's not going to. He's not going to go rushing into any sort of wild challenges, and you know he's not easily provoked. Diver, well, he certainly wasn't for the two years he was with us. So, um, yeah, look, I think if you spoke to our management team now, Stuart Maynard um, and Matty Saunders, when he, they were involved when he was with us, they'd say, "Look, you know, the guy, he ran through a brick wall. You know, he'd do his job on the building site during the day. He'd come to us, he'd run his socks off ninety minutes in the evening, and he, he was never once complaining. So, I think you know, his attitude is absolutely exemplary.
1: Fair play. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask the other lads in a minute as we sort of slowly look to wrap this up. Oh, we will one... to do
6: Tommy's predictions. We'll
1: do that last. We'll do that last, and then we'll do our own predictions for for the match on Saturday, and we'll include Rich and and, and yeah. Liam as well. Um, one thing, if you could change one thing about the National League this season, what would it be? We're not we're not going to take. We're not going to say. Add in a second automatic promotion spot because that's pretty much obvious. We're all going to change that. But if you could change one thing, if you're in charge of the league, what would you change?
6: Um, well, the ability to automatically give us six points against Barnet—that's something I definitely <laughs> hope. But uh, um, I'm not sure actually what they could do. I mean, I, I do find some of the um, some of the scheduling a little bit bizarre, uh, especially some of the Tuesday night games. They've, they've given us all them away, for example, you know, really, really early start of the season. You think like you know, can you not be a bit more? Um, kind of pragmatic in your thinking you know like there's loads of games down south we've got on a Saturday we'll give us them on a Tuesday night instead um, as well the so National League aren't exactly the most forward thinking organisation are they they do tend to um, be far more reactive in <laughs> in terms of what people have to say um, obviously mate, I'm, I'm struggling to think of uh, something they could do differently which
0: schedule
1: just, is good you can you can be the Jurgen Klopp of this pod today oh you're, no
6: you're don't, please don't
1: compare strength.
2: me to
6: him <laughs>
1: you're then, can I go next Angry German. Go on, Andy.
2: Right, what I want is I want the, um, the National League to share refs with the Football League because it's got to the stage now. No, it's got to the stage now that oh, yeah. there's so many ex-Football League sides. You know, attendances are big. There's a lot of eyes on it. And we're still getting piss-poor referees who can't handle the occasion. But if we could share with the Football League a little bit more. It is the unofficial fifth league. They could send some people down. We could send some people up who are showing promise. It could work. It could, it could actually help the standard of refereeing over a few leagues as well. So let's share Football League referees. Let's get more quality in there.
1: Let's whore out the referees of the
2: National League. Great stuff. That's what we want. <laughs> they can have... What was the, sorry, can, what was the name of the lad in, in Notts County?
1: Oh... I forgot now. We've had some shit referees, I can't even think?
3: Anyway, they can have him. Yeah,
1: they can have him. And um, There's been a few. Um, Rich, what would you change if you were in charge? One
3: change because of the players we brought in. Seven substitutes to be able to pick from.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Good shout. Like
3: um, that. Now that we're, <laughs> That's probably something that other clubs can go for, but now we've got a bit more strength in there. Imagine, as I talked about before, picking your starting 11, then you've got to pick five as well. There's going to be a lot of disappointed players, isn't there? So, just to... Mm-hmm. Just to increase our options off the bench, now that we have got strength and depth, yeah, maybe seven substitutes would be something I'd go for. You're awesome. channeling you yeah. a Phil Parking there, uh, <laughs> there uh, Rich. Would you still only bring three on no? though? Is it in other leagues? Can you, can, is it? Yeah. The league, they've got me to bring in five now, haven't they? they of the seven, they can make. I think, a, I think only Premier League though. On the Premier League, yeah. So maybe still keep it at three, but obviously we're having the amount of players we've got. Why not increase the amount of substitutes? But like I said, clubs who've got smaller squads probably wouldn't. Uh, wouldn't Wouldn't be favour favour that, would they?
1: Tommy, and you're not allowed an extended cheese and cracker buffet in the media centre. So, what? What one thing you would you change about the national league?
4: Well, that's quite worrying. How you could read my mind there, Tim. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm just thinking. I, I do like the idea of what Andy's saying of uh, like referees. So it's like saying to a referee, you are shocking. You are terrible. You're going up the divisions. Do you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> you're such a bad ref. You need to go and ref a, a League One game this weekend. But um yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of things. I uh, I don't know if any of you've sort of heard about the. Um, this I'm going off on a bit of a tangent now, but you know, the, like the end of um, end of season awards and all that they have in Newport, yeah. don't they, in the yeah, Celtic yeah. manner? They, just it just sounds like absolutely like amateurish, but um, <laughs> so. I think the last one that someone described it as like it's almost like a festival of Brexit, something like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, it it does seem like like the the whole setup of the national league is quite amateurish. So, so there's probably a million and one things we could uh, we could change. I talk about seven subs. I think if you ask uh, if you're gonna ask Phil Parkinson, he'd, he'd be quite keen on having like twelve subs serves. Like <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't know really. Um, you've got to give me a heads up if you're going to ask these questions like that, Tim. Can, you know what I mean? This Wait.
1: segment's called "On the Spot," so you just have to get used to it. <laughs> well,
4: yeah. Called, the the yeah. He called it "On the
2: Bloody Spot." <laughs> anyway, time, ask him. Ask
1: him the predictions. Crack on.
2: No, yeah. no, hang on. He had five minutes to think about this. He wasn't. I know we didn't come to him with predictions, but he must have known we were going to come to him with this one. Yeah, but well, he, Harris- he went. He went for a
1: piss. He went for a piss when Leo was uh, was answering. It. He buggered off. Okay.
4: He, he, he did his video. I, I actually did, yeah. I actually did go for a piss there, and uh, amongst other things. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Well, I reckon- like I say, like I say, I, you know, you, you didn't ask me for predictions, so I just thought, you know, maybe I'm just here for comic relief. I'm not sure.
2: <laughs> you are, but you're also <laughs> here for
4: predictions. Are I'm going to win the league? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, simple as know. that. You know, I mean? right? Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I've got. I've got to say, I, I've got to say, I, I'm usually the guy who will say, "No, no, we're going to bottle it again." But no, I, I just generally think that the strength of signings and stuff. I think, I think we're going to be really, really strong, and uh, yeah, we're
2: favoured for a reason. Right, mm-hmm. um, right. Are not counting any good?
4: No. So, who's going to be the main challenger? Main challenger. I'm going to be really boring because I know everyone's saying Solly Hill, but I really do think so. Just as a bit of an aside, I don't know how strong they are this year. I've got to be completely honest and say I don't know if they've lost any players, but the team that most impressed me against Wrexham last year was Dagenham and Redbridge. Uh, They they were absolutely... We beat them 1-0 at the race course, and they they pretty much played us off the park in that second half, Um, and then they absolutely battered us on the last day. Uh, Tim, will remember it wasn't the uh, the nicest car journey home ever, was it? Tim? no. But, uh, no. but yeah, uh, yeah. It just surprised me that they finished outside the playoffs last year. So you know, they've, they've, they've definitely got something there. They I mean, McCallum's a good player, and then um, what's what's the other one? Is it Miles Weston? Uh, I
2: think yeah, so. Yeah, is, about uh, yeah on
4: the wing. Two excellent players. So yeah, m- maybe they could surprise people. So. I think yeah.
2: I think the, the the thing with them is yeah they've got a good start in eleven, but what's after that? Um and you know yeah. as the season grinds you down you, you, you sort of lose points don't you? Right, anyway. Um FA trophy. I know it's the burning question on everyone's lips. Who is gonna win the FA trophy, Tommy? I cannot <laughs> wait. Yeah, I
4: um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been thinking about this ever since you first posed it tonight, but uh, yeah let, let's let's just be boring. Let's say Bromley again. What a horrible yeah, day fine. that was, by the way.
2: Just what call it the Bromley FA Trophy. I don't fucking care. Give it them. Give but, them. it them. Who's the surprise package? Uh I you, you could probably go Dagenham on this, but unless there's any other club you think might might absolutely tonk it.
4: Yeah, uh, as I say, Dagenham. Uh, I think I think will be my surprise package. I think in terms of doing poorly, uh, but I think one of you said before. I think it was you, Andy, saying um, it, it's perhaps not a surprise anymore when League Cubs come down uh, Oldham Skintop and struggle. I think I think it'll be the same this year. I, I don't see either of those two pulling up any trees in the division. So uh, so yeah, I'm just going to say I think uh, as to say it's not really a surprise, but I, I think those two may struggle uh, quite badly. So. Yeah, yeah, I show. think their
2: chairman going on the pitch and saying who is Dorking that is not setting them up <laughs> to do yeah, well oh. in this league because Dorking are the team that will beat you 2 0 at home yeah. from two set plays after you absolutely <laughs> battle them for, for 85 minutes. These, these, these former, these,
4: yeah, these, these former league clubs like ourselves, uh, have, have been making, making the same mistake year after year after year in underestimating these teams just because they're not a big name. I remember beating you know Stevenage five nil and yeah, here we are fifteen years later
1: yeah Leo just we're a couple on. of just a couple of questions with Leo because I know he's been sat patiently while we are sort of dawdling on the wreck some stuff um, how many goals do you think Mendy'll will, will have for us this season and, and I imagine he'll chip in a fair bit of assists how many goals do you reckon he'll pitch in with and the second question to that is by the time we come round to playing Willstone at your place on the twelfth of November. Where are Willstone sitting in the league and where are Wrexham sitting in the
6: league? Oh, good grief. Okay. Um, I don't actually think he'll score as many goals as he probably has done with us or with Bournemouth. But like I say, the assists will massively watch up. I'd say maybe eight to 10 goals. That seems to be his kind of, you know, all part figure he tends to score over the course of any season. Yeah, That's uh, so when we play Wrexham. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say Wrexham will be top. And then us, um, their last pre season friendly was not. Kind to us whatsoever. It's a lot of alarm bells ringing, um, but hopefully by then we will kind of figure, sort ourselves out. So I'll, so I'll say nineteenth, twentieth, and that's ultimately where we, where we want to finish the season.
1: Okay, okay, God, I'm, I'm not. I can't get used to this um, unanimous rexham for the title
2: thing. It's I know just... it's worrying, isn't it? It's worrying. <laughs> I, I you just know. Wrong. You just know.
1: You're right. It's, it's it's Rex and Neil Wilson won on Saturday. Mendy sent off after twelve minutes. We just know <laughs> it's happening. <laughs>
6: We haven't got any Rexham players,
1: have we? That could score against you. Oh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it, all of this all of this positivity is. It's only going one way, isn't it? We all know about it. <laughs> we all know it's going to go wrong.
2: <laughs> Horrific. Right. Should we finish off with predictions? Did he yeah. use a prediction? He didn't, did he? So um, I reckon he said that um, that Rexham were going to lose seven 0 I'm pretty sure he said that, didn't he?
1: He probably said something like
2: that. And Liam went for some sort of cricket score. Liam went for two 36. one to be fair. Sorry, oh, did he? Right, okay.
1: Liam actually did say two one. Um, so let me just double check, I'm pretty sure he said that. So
2: we'll add, we'll add, we'll add Reese's in at the, in the edit, which we're okay. not editing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's, it's, it's... So it's his own fault for not giving a prediction. Tim, do you want to go first?
1: I'm going to go for a nice, beautiful three nil home win.
2: 3-0 home win. Yeah.
1: Mullins finally
2: get that hat-trick he never
3: got. I'll say 2-0. Two 2-0. Two two L- not get carried away on the first day.
2: Uh, Leo, would you like to uh, to give a prediction for Wrexham Eastley? I know you don't
6: really have any skinny in the game, but...
1: And, and, and for your own team as well. I'm not sure they're playing, so ours and yours.
6: Uh, so, I'll say Wrexham to be Eastleigh 1-0. i say it was tight affairs in the first game of the season. Um, as a world sign against Bromley, uh, I... Sadly, think we're going to get beat. I'll say we'll lose 2-1. Oh, oh. <laughs> Tommy? Sorry.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go with, with Leo there. I think it's it's going to be tight on Saturday. I think we'll win 1-0. But, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a bit nervy. I don't think we're going to be uh, seeing any free-flowing fo- um, football just yet. I think it's going to take us a bit of time with the new signers to bed in. But, um, but yeah, a bit of a nervy 1-0 I'm going to go for. I'm gonna go for an equally nervy two one. I think
2: we will concede, but we'll come back. Now I've just noticed that Richard Williams has the same initials as Reese. So whatever Rich says here becomes Reese's prediction. <laughs> yeah. <that's great>. So <laughs> if you want to change that to six nil, you can. <laughs> no, I'll be happy with two 0 <laughs> I think Reese probably would. He doesn't usually go for wins, but um <laughs> but you know, <laughs> we're all caught up in it. Yeah, right. I mean, Minutes, so. tim i think that's it i think all we have to do now is say thank you to our guests
1: yeah thanks everybody for joining us it's been it's, i said to andy i was whinging at andy all week said fucking previews are so boring we need to make it a bit bit interesting uh, it's been it's been enjoyable actually because you know you just never oh, know i was anything. quite bored well are extremely bored <laughs> yeah. leo's been bored for about 10 minutes that's why we to get him in now <laughs> again <so> apologies <laughs> to that um but no uh, it's, it's been good and you know we haven't got a clue. We could be sat here in another month's time having an emergency podcast and it's all gone wrong. We've had four points from the first six games Parky. <laughs> <Yeah>. He <laughs> which You like to think is not going to happen. We're not going to do what happened with Stockport and Rusk. You would think um, that we've got a bit more sense about us for that. So, but no, it's been really good. So thank you to to Leo, to Tommy, to Rich, um, Reese for, for pitching in not long after his matrimony. And Andy, yeah. So yeah, it's been good. So up the town, eh? Let's let's see um, see what mood we're in at five or well, four forty-five on Saturday.
2: Uh, just can I just say we might be selling fanzines. Our back stock. We we haven't completely decided it yet, but I think me and Tim are, are pretty keen to to knock out some of the 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 old issues yeah. we've got. So we'll we'll yeah. let you know exactly where on Saturday. And if we don't do it, it's Tim's fault.
1: We'll be like chain dancing bears on the corner of Crispin Lane. So we'll dance for cash. Just come and buy the damn fanzine, please. Thank you.
2: Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not dancing, but you can come buy a fanzine. Okay. Right. Thanks very much. Cheers, Great. everyone.
1: Cheers. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers.
2: Cheers.